convenient, coordinated, high quality health care. That's our focus. Keeping you up to date and informed. It's SMG Radio, brought to you by Summit Medical Group. Here's Melanie Cole. Have you noticed the little lines around your eyes or some sagging skin, but you're just a little bit too nervous to go in for surgery and you'd like some non-invasive procedures, things that can be done in the office and you've wanted to look into Botox and fillers? Well, my guest is Dr. Ray Zamomini. He's a board-certified plastic surgeon with the Summit Medical Group. Welcome to the show, Dr. Momini. Let's talk first about non-invasive procedures for cosmetics that can change the way that you feel about yourself, change the way that you look, and that are not quite as scary as people might imagine. Well, hello, Melanie. It's a great pleasure to be here. It's also really exciting to be able to talk about some of these new things that have become not only more popular, but also safer and safer as time's gone on over the past 10 years or so. Uh, let's talk about maybe a typical patient that uh, comes in to see us. Now, our patients are uh, about 85, 90% women, but we also have a lot of men patients. And increasingly, we have patients who are not just a privilege, not your usual typical suspects you might think about who might ask for plastic surgery, but regular working people who want to look as rested as they actually feel. A common thing we sometimes hear from a patient is they say to us, you know, I feel great, but my face doesn't reflect it. People ask me why I'm frowning all the time, or people ask me if I'm sad or if anything's wrong. And it's nice for us to be able to have some of these tools so that without surgery, we can get a patient's outside to reflect their happy inside. Uh, to be a little bit more specific uh, about your question, we have a lot of things available now, and it's nice if we're going to talk about this to break it into several categories, and then perhaps we can talk about each one of those categories for a minute or two. The one item that everybody has uh, heard about is Botox. Botox has been around for 30 or 40 years now in some fashion, but it was only year 2000 when the FDA approved Botox for cosmetic use. And the indication that it was approved for was the glabellar lines. Now, the glabella is that vertical frown line. Some people call it their 11, right in between the eyebrows those vertical lines you get when you frown. Off-label use of Botox is also very common, and it's important for patients to understand what off-label and on-label use means. Using Botox for other lines around the face is considered off-label use, but it's perfectly legal, uh, and as long as it's done under the care of a practitioner, a plastic surgeon, or a dermatologist who is board certified and knows what they're doing and is prescribing the medication in a way that is appropriate for that patient, it's perfectly safe to do. Okay, so Botox, you know, people are hearing about it. We're, we're, stars are coming right out and talking about it. First question, does it hurt? And other injectables, things that you're doing that we see results almost immediately and that can last for a little while, do they hurt? Doesn't everybody want to know this? Of course we do. And would I not be lying if I said they don't hurt? They hurt a little bit. But we've all had shots before. As shots go... The pain of the shot really depends on how the doctor's delivering it and what level of finesse is involved and whether or not we do little extra bits to try to minimize the discomfort. So one of the nice things about Botox is that it's a fairly small molecule and we don't need very large needles to inject it. So in our office, for example, we order the smallest needle that people make, an insulin needle, and we inject Botox with an insulin needle. We also use a couple little tricks like uh, putting cold sprays on the area and putting numbing medications over the area that we're going to inject. 
to try to make sure that there's not a lot of discomfort when we inject it. Uh, most patients might have a little transient discomfort, maybe for a second or two with each injection, but the entire injection episode takes no more than 10 or 15 minutes, and usually in two to seven days, patients have a really nice, visible, refreshing result, and we try to do it as naturally as we can so that hopefully it doesn't look like some of the celebrities you might have seen where they cannot really move their face. If it's done right, it should look very, very refreshing and, in fact, very natural. And what about some laser services that are available at Summit Medical Group? You know, laser is also, you know, so new and so exciting. Speak about what people can do to make themselves feel a little fresher with some laser services. So laser services are another really exciting area in plastic surgery and dermatology. And at the medical group, we have uh, two fantastic departments to collaborate together, our dermatology department, our plastic surgery department, both work with lasers. And the lasers that we have to offer come in several categories. I'll mention three of them because I think those are the ones that will matter the most for your listeners. Uh, One of the lasers that we use is called the Fraxel treatment. And the Fraxel treatment is a device that is used to try to deliver energy to the surface of the skin. And its target is those unwanted brown spots and sun damage and the fine little wrinkles that a lot of patients will see over time if they have a lot of sun exposure. Uh, Obviously, the more light-complexioned a patient is, the more likely it is that they will have these. But we even have patients who are of a Latina origin or they might be of Asian origin who may have a lot of these spots. And the Fraxel laser is a godsend with these treatments. The typical downtime is two to four days, and the typical treatment is two to four cycles. But most patients can expect to have 50 or 60 or even 70% improvement in those areas that are essentially permanent improvements. Really exciting. A second area of laser that I'll mention to you is something called the V-beam pulse dye laser. I know that's a mouthful. Think of this as the laser that we use for the little blood vessels around the face. A lot of patients will come and tell us about these tiny little red blood vessels that they have around the nose or around the mouth. Some of them are induced by the sun. Some of them are familial. Sometimes patients see them more if they drink a glass of wine. And the pulse dye laser is a fantastic tool to use. And the good news about it is that usually one or two treatments takes care of the job. The third laser that I'll mention is not really for the face, but can be used for the face. This is a hair removal laser. Now, a lot of patients have a thousand tricks up their, up their sleeves about removing hair where they don't want uh, the hair to be growing, but certainly for facial hair in areas where ladies may not want the hair, or even for body hair where men and women don't want the body hair to grow, the hair removal lasers are fantastic tools. Now, what about chemical peels? You know, people are afraid they're going to look like a melting candle, you know, and back in the day, I remember elderly aunts not coming out of the house for weeks when they did something like that, but it's different now, isn't it? I think you just described two of my aunts. <laughs> so, so uh, no, just to be serious about it. So, yes, chemical peels are used in very much the same way as we use lasers. Now, chemical peels are much older. If you go back in the history of uh, the literature of cosmetic surgery and plastic surgery, in some form or another, people have known about chemical peels probably for hundreds of years if you go back into the literature. But chemical peels are very, very helpful, and in in the right hands, they can be very safe. One thing that I would caution your listeners about is, is that both with lasers and with chemical peels, you will probably find a lot of people, you know, even in the corner store or the uh, strip mall around the corner that will deliver some of these treatments. But you should always check people's credentials and be sure that that they have the right experience and they know how to treat problems that may come up with these. Thankfully, problems are not very common, but uh, certainly you wouldn't want to be at a place where they don't know how to treat 
treat their own complications. But to answer your question about chemical peels, chemical peels are particularly good at removing fine wrinkles. And one of my favorite places to use chemical peels is around the eyes, where a lot of times patients will get little crow's feet and little wrinkles around the lower eyelids. And there's actually not a lot of surgery for those. So all the surgery in the world will not, will not treat those fine wrinkles, but a chemical peel done right will do wonders for it. That's amazing. I know every woman listening is right now writing all of this down. Now, if we're afraid of full-on surgery, but there are other little procedures, things that can be done in the office, speak about a few of those in the last minute and a half or so. Sure. So, you know, I won't, uh, I won't belabor this too much, but let's just say that we have a lot of patients who do wish to have more improvement than the non-invasive treatments can offer, but at the same time, what they're really worried about is anesthesia and going under and going into a hospital. Thankfully, because we've set up our office safely enough and we've done a lot of planning, there's a lot of smaller surgical procedures that we can do in our office under local anesthesia so that the patients don't have to have anesthesia, they don't have to go to sleep, and we can just numb up the area we're taking care of. And the most common area that we take care of in this fashion uh, are the facial areas for upper eyelids. We can do eyelid tucks, eyelid lifts in our parlance, it's called the blepharoplasty, and that can be done very nicely, very easily and safely with local anesthesia. And another favorite for a lot of our patients is fat grafting, where we take fat with small needles from the abdominal area or the love handle areas, and we'll use that fat as your own natural filler for the face so that we can volumize and we can perk up those areas of the face that may have lost their fat over time and may be looking sagging or aged. And these procedures, do they last for just a little while? We only have a minute left, Dr. Momini, but do they last for a while? Do they Are they something that people have to have redone at some point? Well, well, I'll go briefly over the ones we talked about. Things like Botox and fillers will last anywhere between 3 months and 12 months, depending on the product. A laser procedure or a peel will be forever effective. Now, if somebody gets more damage or more sun damage or more aging, certainly all will add on, but it's always better than if you'd never done it. And then the mini surgical procedures like an upper eyelid lift or a fat grafting are, again, good forever. Now, that's not to say that you don't continue aging. The clock is always ticking, but certainly it's one major dent that you take in the, in the time. That's fantastic news. Thank you so much, Dr. Reza Momini, board-certified plastic surgeon with Summit Medical Group. For more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. That's summitmedicalgroup.com, and you can find out all about their various surgeries and cosmetic procedures and non-invasive procedures, all therapy and injectables and laser. It's really, it's really quite amazing if you want to give yourself a real freshening up. This is Melanie Cole for SMG Radio. Thanks for listening.